0: Welcome to Bipolar Bicoastal. I'm Anna. And I'm Maria. We're twins living on opposite coasts. Here to talk about navigating life while bipolar. So, we're not doing so well. <laughs> I oh, oh, did we clap already? We clapped. Oh my god, sorry. Yeah, we're clearly not doing that hot. Yeah, I, <laughs> Anna, have not felt this bad in a really long time. I've been, so my job ended at the end of June, three weeks ago, and I had kind of convinced myself that once it ended, things would be a lot easier and a lot better. Turns out. Spoiler alert, they have not been, and it has really made me question just how on top of my mental health I've been. Like, I have not been that on top of my mental health, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. And I just feel like this could be, it feels a lot like depression. And I don't think, I don't think it's a cause for concern or anything yet, but I would like to feel better. Personally, I have been feeling extremely unmotivated. I've been going to bed, I'll just be very honest, and it's, like, interesting. I I thought a lot of my shame around this kind of stuff had been worked through, but no. Like, I'm very, I'm going to be very embarrassed a lot of, like, the things that I'm revealing today, even though there's nothing to be embarrassed about if you're feeling or doing or have felt or have done similar things. But I've been feeling extremely unmotivated. I've been going to bed Like, after midnight, every night, last night, I went to bed at 4 a.m., which is bad, and I knew it was bad, and I did it anyways, and I woke up at, I want to say, 2 p.m., so that's not sustainable, that does not make me feel good, and I've been doing close to nothing during my days. Okay. All right, yeah, better. Um, hopefully, for now. Um, so yeah, I have been feeling like shit. <laughs> I have been feeling like absolute horseshit, and I've been trying to do things that I know of, and mental health in the past, but they're not working, and I'm not doing them enough, and and yeah, I just I would like would like to start feeling better, and would like to take a more active participation in feeling better. We also had talked about, like, how if one of us did start to get into a bad place, what we would do about it, like, what we would do with the podcast. Uh, We're lucky enough that, like, to this point, our depressions have not gotten bad enough for hospitalization or anything like that. So I feel like there's some room to, like, talk about it while experiencing it and, like, while under the supervision of, like, our mental health team. Yeah, I think also we... Sometimes we have, like, this imposter syndrome where we're like, oh, we're not, like, bipolar enough or, like, this – it's not necessarily, like, a success story that either of us have because it's – I mean, at this moment, I don't feel like a huge success. Right. But we've both been lucky enough since we got on medication to not at least have another manic or, in my case, hypomanic episode. But it does feel like – In both of our cases, no, sorry, my, in my case, pro- hypomanic. Yeah, yeah, Sorry, I just mean, like, I was just trying to distinguish, like, I didn't have a manic yeah. episode, I had a hypomanic episode. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. what makes people don't do think I've been hypomanic since my No, she is manic manic not. Not on one. No, it's no mania. But it does feel like, possibly, de- like, if not depressed, like, definitely not, I'm not at a zero when I'm mood tracking right now. Like We're not, certainly not thriving in any sense Emotionally, at least, yeah. So, yeah. So, and Feels like, un, like circumstantially, circumstantially, either. Yeah. But yeah, so I think that this isn't like a cry for help or anything, but I want people listening to know that they're like not alone if they're going through something similar. And I know that we recently, I forget if it was on our Patreon or our main feed, recorded an episode, not recently, but like when stuff was starting to open back up about how I was like feeling very overwhelmed about the prospect. Yeah. And it, has not really abated and no there's been a couple like things happen in my life like disappointments recently i'm not doing this something this summer that i thought i was going to be doing and i'm currently unemployed because by choice because my project ended and i like wanted to take i'm moving this month so i wanted to like take the month to move but it feels like that's not enough of a reason to not be employed yeah there's a lot of stuff that in my like professional life that I want to do that I haven't done and I just feel like I'm operating from like a real place of fear right now and I'm like very overwhelmed by like what feels like even the smaller things and I like my self-talk has been like you're a failure which is like that's something yeah. that I like associate with depression and feeling yeah. a lot of like shame around stuff so I'm definitely gonna talked to my psychiatrist and I've been talking to my therapist about it. But I think we just kind of wanted to talk more frankly, like less in like a professional setting about it. Yeah, yeah. So sorry if this podcast feels like low energy. We'll try to like it pick is. it up a little. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like the interesting thing too is like we hadn't really even disclosed this like to each other until today, really, the full extent of it. And it's just like a good reminder that mental health is not a destination it's a journey and that sounds like like really right when I say it like that but what i mean is like you're not just like mentally well at some point especially not with chronic illnesses like bipolar disorder and it's work mental health is work and ugh, god it's so frustrating because i feel like both of us were like oh this will be such a nice break and then we're just the type of people who need structure and who need things going on externally and Summers especially have been traditionally, like, a very busy and a very up time for us. Yeah. And so to be feeling this way in the summer just feels so bad. (laughs) I can't even, like, it just feels so unnatural and so, ugh, just, like... It feels like I I feel like I'm wasting my summer being depressed or, like, feeling bad. And, like, that's such a shitty place to be because I love the summer and I love, you know, we used to have camp every summer for the whole summer. We would have this really structured, like, really fun time. And it was stressful sometimes, but there was always more good than bad. Well, except for one summer for me when Maria wasn't there. But it's really hard now, like, not having that and feeling like, I took this time for myself, and I'm squandering it, and I'm spending it just feeling sorry for myself, which I know is not true. Like, those are just, like, my voices inside my head telling me that. But God, if it doesn't feel very, <laughs> yeah, very true right now. Yeah, and I've been going through something similar, and it's, like, I don't know, like, we just, like, had a a nice cry about it. And I'm sure I'll cry after this podcast and I've been crying a lot in general. Yeah. And it just also, I guess, like, feeling like oh I don't feel as bad as I don't want to depressed. This time it might not be actual passion, like this time it might not be something where like just increasing my dosage of McDo is gonna fix it yeah. and that feels terrible and then like also being like if I can't handle this how am I gonna handle working and then like I just like start catastrophizing and like looking to the future and being like what if something yeah. like actually bad happened to me like I also feel like I'm the similar thing where it's like I'm not making progress like I thought I was moving forward and like it doesn't right. I feel so Stagnated right now, if not like stagnant behind, and just like really, really disappointed and like frustrated with myself, yeah, and just like scared, yeah, just like really scared. No, because I'm thinking forward to the fall, and I'm like, remember how it was last time you tried to go to school and you were depressed? Like, how well did that work out for you? Absolutely terribly, like, you had to take a leave of absence and you transferred schools twice three different schools total and it took you five years to, like are you, like, am I setting myself up for that again and like ugh, it's just so I know this is temporary it doesn't feel like I have been capable of getting myself out of it or even trying and that's been the really frustrating part I think is like getting so annoyed with myself when I just like go back into like really bad habits or not bad I don't want to say bad or good habits but really not helpful for myself habits like being like, oh, I'll do yoga every day. And then sitting down to do a yoga video, it takes me an hour, an hour, an hour to two hours to, like, maybe more to be, like, you need to do yoga. You need to sit down and do yoga. And then, like, yesterday, I, I was, like, oh, after, like, this YouTube video, after this TV show, yeah. after that, it took me, like, yeah. two hours. And then, I, you know, I woke up really late. Took two hours to even convince myself to do anything and then sat down, did the breathing part and then got so anxious about podcast stuff that I paused the video, went to like text about like things I was supposed to have already done but didn't do and then never resumed it. Which is, like, not to say, like, the, like the podcast is not the problem, obviously. But it's just, like, I have been procrastinating in a way that feels really familiar to me in a really bad way. Yeah, I have been not able to start my days and then just, like, never start them. Like, my day never gets started. And it is, like, such... I just feel, like you were saying earlier to me before we were starting recording, like, I just feel so out of control of my own actions. It's just, like such a horribly familiar (laughs) feeling (laughs) yeah you know yeah it's like we can read all the books and like do all the stuff that we're supposed to and then it feels like one thing gets knocked out of place and like it all doesn't matter anymore like i have been talking to my therapist about all this stuff and she's like oh you know make sure you journal and like do gratitude stuff and When I do journal and, like, think about stuff that I'm grateful for, like, I do feel a bit better, but the consistency part is just so hard. Hard. It is so hard motivating and then sticking to it. Like, I can literally be like, take a walk, do this, do that, do this. And it's like, I just am not doing these things, or I'm, like, half doing them, or... I'm doing them to procrastinate things that I actually need to be doing or that I'm telling myself I need to be doing. Like, for example, this is such a silly example, but maybe it'll resonate with someone. I have a bunch of clothes that I need to return. I like, you know, I have cause of the... I'll loop it back because of the weight gain, because of the medication, like I'm just in between sizes always like I'm either one size or the other. I'm not going to say which ones cause that can be triggering for people. Yeah. So I need to order multiple sizes of everything. I'm like relearn what looks good on my body to me anything that's on anybody but what I enjoy looking at on my body and like what makes me feel good and also the pandemic like obviously you can't go in and try stuff on in the same way whatever so I have a bunch of stuff to return because it's like the wrong size or it didn't fit how I wanted to or wh- whatever it may be and I'm pretty sure I'm past the return dates on all of them now like I'm pretty sure I am but I yeah. really like I'm not making money right now, so if I'm not even, like, fucking trying to, like, get the money back from these clothes that I bought, like, that's just money down the drain for no reason, and it's, like, so (laughs) frustrating, or, like, you know, like, those things where, like, you tell yourself when you're depressed, just, like, oh, like, just, like, order takeout because, you know, like, you don't need to, like, do dishes and, like, all that stuff, and, like, grocery, and it's just, like, but when you don't have a job, when you don't have an income, it feels so irresponsible to be doing those things, yeah. If it was anyone else, I would be like, no, of course you've earned it. For myself, though, I'm like, why have I gotten fucking six chai lattes in the past week? Like, they're not even good. I don't even like <laughs> chai lattes that much. It's just, I don't <laughs> want to drink coffee because it makes me so anxious. Yeah. And, like, I feel like I need to, like, wake up and start my day. Yeah. It's just, like, stupid. Like, it not starting I don't want to call myself stupid because yeah. I don't want people hearing this who are doing similar things. I've, I've listened to podcasts before where the host is describing something really relatable and then, like, really, like, being, like, and you're a fucking idiot for doing that to yourself. Yeah. I don't want to do that to anyone, but, like, just bear in mind, it's, like, dum, dum, dum. like, I don't want to say depression talking because who knows it? like I, No, I what, think what that this episode like should be called, talking. like, we let our depression talk. Or, like, we're not doing, okay. Or, like, depression we're not okay. or something, like, yeah. Yeah know that any of these things if I saw someone else doing them like Maria I would be like get it good for you and then it's just like I'm just being really hard on myself because that's what depression is and that's what negative self-talk is and that's what having a really like wallowy hard (laughs) few weeks is and like yes there's been external stuff that's added to it but mostly it has just been such an internal exhausting battle with myself. I feel like I beat myself up every day. You know, like, being like, you need to do this. No, I'm not going to do that. It's so exhausting. But then I'm staying up until 2 a.m. It's like, what? (laughs) Yeah. (sighs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so for me, like, when I'm feeling bad, I start distracting myself a lot. Yeah. And so a really fun-ish, easy-ish way to do that is to watch tv or youtube videos and right. also okay and also because of Quill, i don't get naturally tired at night as easy like it's right. never gonna be where i'm watching something and i like fall asleep on the couch anymore like that's just not in the cards for me yeah. and so there's no kind of natural ending point for any of this it's like a herculean effort to like put my phone down or close my laptop yeah. and there's like things you can put in place, like put in block site, which is like a, a site that blocks certain websites on your computer that's like are distracting and stuff like that. Or like you can set like social media timers. None of that works if you don't have the... Like you can also get around all those things. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> and like Anna and I specifically like purposefully didn't get smartphones way after most people that we knew did. We didn't have smartphones up until 2015. And that was only for our jobs because we knew we were the type of people who would like get really distracted by those things and yeah. it's been like ever since I don't think this is like su- I think this is pretty relatable like a kind of a constant struggle and it's really frustrating for me yeah. but yeah but also like I think back to like when I was depressed and like the last time I was depressed and I like literally just like went to work just tried to get through work and then came home and like watched the rest of Development to like not think the things that I was thinking yeah. so it feels like that a little bit I don't feel as deep as as hopeless as over, and my depression was like instantaneous because it happened right when i went to the hospital with my manic episode so like i think that's like probably i don't feel as hopeless yeah i just feel disappointed in myself a lot of a lot of ennui yeah and like it's just it's hot it's the summer it's really hot and like I just feel very, like, overwhelmed and scared and anxious. And then shame and negative self-talks. I don't think I, like, have a right to feel that way. I'm getting, like, really irritable as well. Sorry. Yeah, no, irritable and, like, just really, like, emotionally on the edge. I've just been crying a lot more than usual. Just raw. Just everything's on the surface. Yeah. And, like... It's really bringing me back to – oh, sorry. Did I, did no, I no, you, you didn't. you didn't cut me off. I just know if I was listening to that, I'd be like, oh, Anna, shut up. Like, Maria was saying something. No, you're sorry. It's really bringing me back to – I feel like I'm procrastinating on a research paper in college. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'm on the yeah. computer, I am like – on my phone on the computer you know I'll block I'll delete Instagram and then I'll just go and like look at old Carolyn Hacks columns yeah who's an advice columnist for the Washington Post has been syndicated a lot of newspapers I'll log out of Facebook and log right back in and just scroll which is like my Facebook news feed is exclusively bipolar support group pages because it's a good place to get content it's not interesting to scroll through but I'll just spend hours I'm like what the f just to distract myself from like whatever I think I need to be doing right now or like being alone with myself and that is the scary part is like that yeah. is such a familiar feeling that's one that I really haven't felt in a while and I think that I think the problem is like when I was working if I was doing that it was like oh it's like a good rest or a good respite from like you know the hard stuff that I'm doing at work and now it's like bitch what like what are, like what do you need to like take a break from but yeah. it's just taking a break from like the negative self-talk and like the like really difficult time I'm having with my feelings right now and yeah i am just even though i'm getting objectively this is this is another thing that's like kind of scary is like i'm getting objectively so much sleep but i am so exhausted all the time yeah and that's big depression vibes like that is like yeah you know that's that's it so yeah i don't want this to be like a downer Pot. i kind of want to do like a few things that we should put into place and then check back in about Okay, well, yeah, solution-y things. And then also just, like, can we real quick do, like, three things we're grateful for? Yeah, of course. Okay, so what's one thing that you're grateful for? polo that little guy gets me out of the house twice a day guaranteed that's his dog so stinking cute and like it forces me to like talk to people when i'm like outside and stuff like that like today someone was like yeah he has the cutest little walk and i was like he does have the cutest little walk so yeah he's a multi-poo yes. for anyone who's My curious, little multi- he he's a little multi he's a 10 year old multi-poo so stinking cute he's and he only has two teeth so his little tongue hangs out of mouth all the time and It's very sweet yeah Yes, and like I can take him to parks and like just sit there and be like, Should I shouldn't have my dogs. Like that's a normal thing to do. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, oh my God, this is, I can't think of a thing. I'm oh like, oh, I'm grateful, but except for I'm not grateful for it. Hang on, let me think. Um, I, I can list things, but I want. Yeah, you I am grateful for yoga with Adrian the youtube channel and the person adrian because i've been doing her videos and they are the least anxiety ridden 20 to 30 minutes of my day so that's nice ugh i'm very jealous of that calm i know i like and the thing is like i know i would get that same relief i was like but you know okay. what, Anna like okay, like let me just go into the yoga thing for a second. Like when I can't bring myself to do like a full 20 minute thing mm-hmm. or I have my call time like my when I have to be on set is like early <laughs> 5 a.m or something like that, I will sometimes just she has these ones that are like yoga quickies. Yeah. And I'll just do five minutes just to get myself back into the habit of it. I'm not saying that you have to, yeah. but if someone's listening to this and they're like, I really want to do yoga, i have 20 to 30 minutes. And then, like, if you think about it, Anna, like, you've been doing, like, you've probably done yoga, like, every three days for the past, like, month or something like that. Like, it's not, it's like these perfectionist standards It's sometimes. been less recently, but I know what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. I think because I'm comparing it to when I was, like, highly functioning doing it like every day yeah and i just like can't do that right now because the way that i would do that was do at the end of the day and if i like save it to the end of the day i just don't want to sleep anyway so yeah a disruption in schedule is really difficult when you're bipolar it's a bit difficult for anybody but it's especially difficult for us yeah and like because of i think the adhd like i really need like external (sighs) Not gonna cry over this. I like really need external structure and I don't have it right now and then the solution to that is to create your own external structure, but when you at least for me, like part of my like I don't know if it's my ADHD or my depression or, like, what it is, but that is so hard to do to, like, hold myself accountable to my own external structure versus, like, what someone else needs me to do. So, yeah. it just creates this, like, loop where I'm, like, you need to do this, but I can't do that, but then you suck, so you need to do this, but, you, I, you know, it's just, like... Yeah. Torturous inside of my brain right now. Okay. Anyway, something I'm grateful for. I am... Really grateful for my neighbors. I like have neighbors who I can, who I like and who I can talk to. And that is like something I think is very rare, especially when you're renting yeah. to n- know your neighbors like that. And one of them I don't like at all. Like classic Baltimore, just- Baltimore porch culture. Meh, meh, meh. Yeah. It's, there's no porches, but yeah small tour but um like it's nice to have people who i can be like what's happening with all the pipes in the lobby like why are they been there for a month and stuff like that and i watched like ross the up with one of them that was really nice and amazing i am grateful. that sounds great i don't have neighbors i can talk to but i'm moving so maybe i will soon let's see what's something else i'm grateful for okay moving wise i'm grateful to not be living in the place that i'm currently living anymore with the management company that I currently have because they are extremely unresponsive and I've been here for two and a half years and I, I felt very stuck here. I've had to find, or I've had four different roommates in two and a half years, less than two and a half years. And so I'm grateful to not have to find a roommate again and to like have another place to move into. I am grateful for... Yeah, my family and friends. That is one thing that's been nice this time is usually I do a pretty – I can do a pretty good job of convincing myself that everyone else hates me or doesn't want to hang out with me or I'm annoying or whatever it is. I mean, that's all that true. Has, that's all, like, for me, at yes, least, with you. convincing – yeah. yeah convincing myself acknowledging the truth (laughs) yeah but like I haven't done that this time and that's been nice like I'm still reaching out to people I'm still hanging out with people and like not completely self-isolating although it does feel like that because of the whole not having a job thing a lot of my days are like very very much just by myself but I'm not like oh it's because I everyone hates me I'm like well everyone works and I'll see them after work or I won't you know so yeah uh, I'm going to the beach next week. I'm excited about that. <gasps> yeah, you are. I'm jelly. I haven't been to the beach because um, on our birthday weekend, we got first degree burns because we were uh, not wearing enough sunscreen and high altitude. I would say altitude. second. Oh, I, I asked my dermatologist to because one of them still hasn't healed and she said first degree. So, one um, of them still hasn't healed? Yeah. I can show it to you. Do you see? Can you see? Um, it's on my chest. Do you see? It? Oh, yep, 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 yep. So I can't even wear... My cute bathing suits, because stupid. I have to looking. go to the beach, and the beach is my happy place. She was going with, like, a t-shirt and shorts. Yeah, I, I have been. I, I actually shouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you, did you ever do this thing where you're like, I have to do one thing today, so I can't do anything that I want to do until this oh, one thing yes. is done? That's the yoga for me. That's, we, you know what? You know we should... Okay, wait. What's the last thing that I'm grateful for? Or did you already say your third thing? I said my third thing. I did like a three and four in the beach. My third thing that I'm grateful for is that I like my hair right now. It looks great. (laughs) I'll take a picture for this podcast episode. Well, you've really been down in it for a while, so I think it's good that you feel good about it. Those quarantine roots have been blended. Blended, balayaged. If anyone's looking for a recommendation in Los Angeles, I would go to the Avita Institute. It takes forever, but they're very nice there and it's very affordable compared to other hair coloring services. What was I gonna say? Sometimes I miss talking about Janis Joplin. Little Easter egg for all you oldies but goldies. Marie and I made a blended Spotify playlist (laughs) (laughs) for some. what, What would the what would the Gen Z kids say for the serotonin? You know. Oh man. Yeah, that your, sound a, cool? your daily dose of serotonin. Yeah. What's the blend? Of, it was a, it's just a, a place five and she wants blended. And I feel personally attacked by it because I don't understand how some of my songs made it on. It's a combination of the songs that Anna and I listen to, and the ones that or that Anna listens to and that I listen to, and then the ones that we both listen to, and they're all in one place. Uh, they think that like each of us would like to hear of the other persons. Okay. And for some reason I think, and for some reason, <laughs> Peaches by Justin Bieber. Yep. Wake Me Up by Avicii. Yep. And 34 Plus 35 by Ari De Grande shot for me. And I, I, I have listened to 34 Plus 35 one time on Spotify, but the other yeah, time I, like I don't think one. I have. And I just like, didn't know what song it was. I was like, oh, yeah. It's Maybe okay. it's more of a read of me because they think that I would like enjoy those songs. No, because it's the same with Amul. Uh-oh. My friend Amul did it first. And like, he has immaculate taste in music. And I was so fucking embarrassed. I was like, if I hide them, did I hide it for you, too? And he was like, no. And I was like, Fuck. So embarrassing. When you what? Wait, what did you say? Like when I hide s- songs in the playlist. Oh. That I hide them For you too. You still he's seeing them. Like, no. I was like, fucking hell. Well, I'm, Anyways. Just, I'm grateful that my taste in music is better than yours is. No, truly. And, and also one of the songs <laughs> that was for both of us was just like from your playlist for me. And I was like, I don't even like that song. But I, I listened to like the playlist that you made for me so many times. What song is this? That's very rude. You don't like one of the songs I put on your playlist. I've told you. Anna's going to link this blended Spotify playlist in the notes. Am I? She sure I is. such a hard time finding it for the two of us. She is. It's her job and she's going to do it because she's great at some things. Oh, okay. Alright. Oh, Burning my Maggie Rogers. I will like okay. Maggie, if you're li- since you are listening, uh, <laughs> I still really like you, despite having tried really hard to resist it. Don't worry, you all. There is a... Johnny Mitchell song on it, California, one of my least favorite Johnny Mitchell songs. Up, for, up again, my most listened to song of twenty. Loves twenty, yep. and probably twenty twenty one at the rate that we're going. There's some good ones. Though. There's some good ones. God, they put closer by the Chainsmokers, which I, I actually do like. Yeah, I was like, I was happy about that one coming up. I don't listen to it. That's what I'm like, feeling, like weird about. I think. Yeah, I don't love that. That feels very like big brothery. Like maybe they're eavesdropping on. Something. The Summer by Calvin Harris. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, this Anyways. is weird. Yeah, you don't listen to those songs. Are you sure it's you? You're a Spotify? All of access- Me by John Lent. I think it's because, like, I listened to them, like, years ago or something. Is it our older sister's fault? Yes. I think we also need... To- so, yes, I like the depression diet idea. What we need to also do is hold each other accountable, think of some things that will make us feel better <laughs> and try to do them. Yeah. What's going to make you feel better? Going to bed before... Going to bed early or going... What's what's early, though? What's what's a specific time? Honestly, at this point, going to bed by 12, waking up before 10. Right now, I think you should set several different phone alarms. For the night? Yeah, to, that reminds you to go to bed. Okay, I will. Because then it'll, it'll come up and it'll stop whatever YouTube video that you're watching or TV show. Yeah, I'm also deleting Instagram off my phone. Oh yeah, I did that. The podcast. Yeah, I redownload it every Wednesday or every other Wednesday. (laughs) Yeah, except for I had to like communicate with people, so. But it's being deleted. I'm not fucking having my phone anymore. I'm over it. Over it. Okay, what should I do? Um, you should write in your gratitude journal. Okay, I'll I'll write in it after this. Yeah, I haven't been doing any of my life coaching stuff. So that I'm gonna for at least ten minutes a day just. Sit and journal or like think my thoughts or feel my feelings, yeah, instead of distracting myself with like moving stuff or different errands. Oh, mood track, it's a good By bipolar, bipolar. Yes, queens. We, we are. are queers, <laughs> I have good bipolars. Oh, should we name good things that we've done recently? <laughs> Anna just tried to get health insurance, yeah. I started the process of getting health insurance and didn't finish it. Hey. Just being honest Anna took the first step towards getting health insurance I'd already taken the first step I took a few other steps That's right, you did And I Moved my plants From where they were To where they are going And I'm gonna go see a friend after this Good for you Thanks (laughs) And we recorded this podcast Okay, so basically Anna and I watched a bipolar movie and we had planned we'd outlined out an entire episode about it but we just didn't want to record it because we feel like we've just okay so for our madness in the media series which is where we watch something that's has bipolar disorder in it like in Mm. a tv show or a movie we feel like we often just end up panning the entire thing and it feels really bad and like mean-spirited and just negative. They're also more intensive episodes, like, to figure out, too. And, just, and it's hard to do because it's separating, like, our feelings about the film on its merits as a film versus on its portrayal by polar disorder, like, also just feels maybe not that useful. And it was, like, an indie film. If you can guess what... We, we hate it. If you can guess what it is, write in. Yeah. And we might still do that episode. It's, it's from the past five years. We might still do that episode, but... We will. We will. But this one we're doing first, and I think that episode also, like, did not help with the whole depression thing. Thinking about it and, like, watching it and outlining it. And so, like, I wasn't excited to record it. We didn't enjoy it, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so uh, what are our takeaways, Anna? Takeaways from this one? not feeling well. Yeah, sometimes it's depression. (laughs) When everything feels bad, sometimes it's depression. And sometimes it's not. But either way, there's things you're allowed to feel bad. You're not a piece of shit. You're not mm. a failure. You're worthy of love. But if you don't believe those things, saying them to yourself isn't going to really help. So try to think of something that you can believe and think that. Yeah. And like talk to someone about it. Like instead of I- I'm a failure, I can think, or I'm not a failure because I don't really believe that right now. I can think like I have accomplished X, Y, and Z things over the past month. You should tell someone about it because it was like very yeah. affirming having Marie be going through this like, oh, yeah. Other thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, like, also not to your, obviously, like, your therapist or your psychiatrist or whatever, but, like, tell someone about it who, like, you trust to be kind when you tell them. Yeah. Because also, like, trying to re- undo your self-talk is great, but it's a process. And I also don't want people to think, like, if they need to be medicated, that that will, like, do it for oh, them yeah. Or no. whatever. I had a certain amount of time between when I got my medication to when I got on the correct dosage that I, like, needed yeah. to, to deal with stuff. Um. As well, yeah. And maybe I need a uh, higher dosage, so I will talk to my psychiatrist about that yeah, as well. Knows. Yeah. yeah, I need to have health insurance so I can talk to a psychiatrist. I need a new psychiatrist. So those are some things that I need to tackle at some point when I'm depressed, which is fun. I feel like that's how it always goes. Like You always have to do really hard stuff when you're not feeling well. And definitely things feel harder when you're not feeling well as well. But yeah, objectively, getting health insurance in America is really fucking hard, and I didn't do it for six months, so yes, I will validate that. I've been needing a new psychiatrist for a really long time. An episode that's probably not going to come out is just me calling around to see if any psychiatrist took my previous health insurance. None of them did. I called upwards of 20 places until I got to this guy, who's a fucking scam, and then now I need to (laughs) switch my health insurance to a new fucking psychiatrist, so... That's fun. I'm sorry, Nanners. It's okay. I just yeah, again, i if I was in a better place, it would seem a lot easier, but also i I wasn't a better place and it wasn't that easy, so who knows, yeah, I love you finding new a new care team and new health insurance is trash a herculean task, and i and I ended up having to find a uh, organization that would do it for me so let's wrap it up i don't want to talk about this anymore honestly <laughs> okay i love you so much thank you for talking to me if anyone out there is feeling similarly please Email us or message Please. us on Facebook. It's been four years. I'm, like, not used to this, and it sucks again. <laughs> These ones we'll read, and we'll respond back very quickly, because if you're not feeling good, then I'm not even going to tell you anything else to do at the end of this episode. Just email us or Facebook message us or, like, anything. Like, you can just email, like, a yeah. sad and we'll respond back. Yeah. We're not crisis counselors, or not in this capacity, but we can definitely chat. <laughs> We're good. chit chat. That's our whole thing. <laughs> but... Instagram will be hard because we posted it off for our phone so maybe we'll like switch off having it like when I was like being on call and like log out of our personal account yeah you can still DM us I know it's like the easiest way to do it but email is better love you nanners thank you so much for listening everybody if you want to chat more to facebook.com slash group slash my polar my coastal secret yeah we'll post actually we'll post there because this episode's not going to come out for a second so yep okay love you goodbye bye you too. <laughs> uh. If you liked what you heard and want more, you can get at least two bonus episodes every month for just $5 by subscribing to our Patreon, patreon.com slash coastal. Or you can email us any questions, comments, or concerns you might have at coastal at gmail.com. Your emails are truly the highlight of our week. You can find us at facebook.com slash coastal. Or on Instagram, at BipolarBicoastal. Thank you to Mia Thoreau, who did our show art, Hannah Dorfman, who does our music, and Evie Davis, who did our portraits. Goodbye! Goodbye!